This is WFHB's Blooming Out, your weekly update on issues in the LGBTQIA community with your hosts, Melanie, Ireland, Lucas, and Justin. Blooming Out is produced by Ireland Meacham and Melanie Davis. Tune in every Thursday night at 6 p.m. to hear discussion from local LGBTQIA voices. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Blooming Out. I'm Melanie Davis. I'm Ireland Micha. I'm Lucas Fisher. Hello. Willkommen. We're back. Hello. <laughs> Happy post apocalypse. No. It was it was cold and wet and horrible for Halloween. How was yep. your Halloween? It was, it was fun. I had a good time. Yeah. I went as Harry Potter. Heck yeah. <laughs> nice. Because <laughs> I have a robe still from when I was like twelve. Yeah. And dressed as Hermione. And now I I have the hair and the glasses for Harry, so I, was I, say, I decided to to try that. Did you do the scar on the forehead? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. That's awesome. Thanks. My mom tied my tie for me. Yeah. <laughs> did you go trick or treating, oh. or did you go someplace? Uh, I went to the root cellar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Getting candy. Yeah. Do they have candy? No. They didn't even have candy. No, but they had someone there. I didn't get any pictures of my. That was my the tweet that I. That you were talking about yes I, I was like bummed that i didn't get any pictures of my harry potter costume but um i remembered that i there was like some p- person set up at root cellar with like a ring light and uh, like a yeah. whole camera setup and so like my friends and i got pictures taken and they were just it was like suggested donation of like three bucks so That's we awesome. just like got professional pi- pictures taken we're like waiting for them to be put up on the facebook page or whatever so oh. i'm actually gonna have pictures so i'm awesome. excited yeah. heck yeah. yeah photo booth i know yes you got pictures in that's good yeah cool it'll uh-huh. be fun that's fun me and my two friends i went out with yeah. shout out to charlotte and claudia Woo. Ding, ding, ding. what'd they go ask um charlotte was a farmer um you know charlotte yeah, she does local life. Yep. Yep. She works oh, for yeah. WFHB too. Um, and uh, Claudio and his Medusa, they oh, had like s- little snakes that they put on a headband and like wore it in their hair. Uh-huh. So yeah, it was fun. I love Medusa. Yeah. Melanie, Medusa's did did you cool. dress up for Halloween? Oh yeah. Actually, so um, my daughter has uh, aged out apparently of the. What? I know. What does that mean? It's just that phase in teenagerdom where it's too much of an effort for not for, enough yeah. payback. So, yeah, that's like a one-time thing, mm. I think. Yeah, and I don't, uh, I don't know, but she'll get back into it. I mean, she can't not. I I do special effects makeup and stuff. So yeah, like, I saw a picture oh, of, to, of like oh, a, of ours? a gnarly scar you did on someone's oh, yeah. face. That yeah, was cool. Gash open. That was really quick. I was like, I don't even have any blood made up. Come on. <laughs> so and by the way the blood that i make is super extra tasty and Ooh. realistic looks fantastic like seeping into soil out of um like l- old wounds and gunshots and stuff anyway Ooh. wow i had no idea how do you, you make that. it uh well, if i told you that everybody would be doing uh, it okay. it's just, just like corn syrup right no melanie's secret blood A recipe bl- <laughs> it's just real blood <laughs> it's just real blood <laughs> <laughs> well it's that sugar I've got those people in the back. I keep, you know, <laughs> no, it wasn't like that. Uh, actually, I make it with agave nectar. Oh, oh that's smart. Actually, I believe actually. that helps. And food coloring, and maybe sometimes uh, just a little bit of like vodka or rum uh, to cut the surface tension because blood has a different uh, surface tension than just pure water. Mm-hmm. So it spatters kind of uh, uh, uniquely. So using not blood fake blood sometimes it looks like super cheap and sometimes it looks uh you know pretty close so i try to get pretty close what did you do um what did i do i went to work i did wear my costume to work i had a uh cow onesie that oh, I wore fun. To work. so that was fun and uh what did i do I didn't really do anything i just stayed at home and probably ate pizza Oh, I also went to the, um, sorry, I'm interrupting you. Um, that was about I'm it. hijacking <laughs> your Halloween tale. Um, I went to the Time and Tide Flash um, oh, yeah. and got this little, y- y'all can't see it, oh but this little um, vampire tooth wow. tattoo that is awesome. um, that's on my forearm so I can bring it up to my my face and it looks like I 
Um, is it is it temporary? Or? No, it's for real. Wow. I know. Wow. <laughs> it's wow. a it's so dumb, shiny. like, spur-of-the-moment decision. Wow. And it's really good. Thanks. Yeah, that's yeah. really cool. We should get a picture for the for listeners. The, yeah. It's totally, it's looks so good. It looks fake. I mean, it looks <laughs> yeah. like, it looks printed, you know? Yeah. So, people so you time and time real good. In, yeah. yeah, so huh? I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> to suck your blood. <laughs> As you're holding your cloak up. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What a good tattoo. That's yeah, that's an excellent. I'll have to tell thanks. my daughter. She might be able to go get a tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> next Halloween. No, no. <laughs> when you listen to this in the future, no. Uh-huh. 18. We're not doing tattoos before then. Yeah, I got my <clears throat> first one like two days after I turned 18. I yeah. could not wait. And just do your own. Stick it, folks. Mm-hmm. You know, just go buy some needles online. Yeah. A lot of people do that. Melanie's giving me the look right now. I'm just don't do that. I'm just you know kind of hyperventilating because <laughs> I'm like, can we say that on air? We... Yeah, oh, folks, well, go out and uh, <laughs> hear some of you. Is it legal? I assume you could buy it online. Yeah, I mean you can buy it online. It's well, legal. that's how like I on Amazon. To, I learned how to give tattoos. Was With the... our friends? Uh, yeah, bought me a a tattoo kit. Well, it's their tattoo kit, but they bought it so that I could tattoo on them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I've never given a tattoo. And they're like, well, but we like your drawings. I was like, uh, so you had slightly to learn. different. <laughs> <laughs> so they just forced you to learn how to stick and poke. It wasn't really a force, you know, but I I was intrigued. Um, but actually, I've got a, uh, uh, you know, I, I won't call myself a tattoo artist because that actually requires a lot more talent and tons more time and actual uh classes and learning apprenticeships and stuff like that which i have not done so um unless you're a stick and poke artist unless you're a stick and poke artist uh or in prison and uh hopefully i'm neither so uh it's just something that i do on the side to people who want to have chicken scrawl and take their lives into their own hands well folks at home who are now considering becoming stick and poke artists? Make sure everything is sanitary. Don't share needles. Don't share needles. Don't share needles. Yeah. Gosh. Do I really PSA. Oh, I was going to dress. I was. I had a outfit for cat uh, all set up, and it was because we just watched Pulp Fiction. You know, because she's never seen it before, so we watched it. And like Uma Thurman's character, I've got all of these syringes, these plastic syringes, and I was going to make a, a chest appliance. So that she has a plastic <laughs> syringe hanging out. I was like, you could even go to school like that. And she's like, no. No. <laughs> no. Come on. I don't think you could go to school like that. Well, she wanted to be the <laughs> she wanted to be the creature uh from Pan's Labyrinth. Do you remember that? Oh, the one with the hand with the, the eyes the, on the hands. The eyes on yeah. the hands. Yeah, she wanted to do that. I'm Someone like, I know did that. How do you Halloween. walk around? You're gonna have to we're gonna have to make like holes where your eyes were so you could actually see through because those are covered over with skin yeah in the movie mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i'm like you won't that be able to hard. and walking to class is going to be you know difficult if you don't have eye holes well <laughs> so. you just gotta drill through your hand yeah right for an eye hole yeah, yeah. and then it's some surgery some plastic surgery yeah. for sure yeah i'm, I'm not they, you can't order the kit for that on <laughs> or at least not where i'm well, looking <laughs> well well <laughs> oh jeez! Oh jeez! Guys, anyway, it's already November. It's November. I'm and freaking out a little bit. I'm graduating in like less than two months. That's crazy. I have a lot to do before that. I have like 14 essays. Oh man, that's an exaggeration, but Is not by much. Can pay for to do those? Hmm? Is there anybody you can pay to do those? Me? I graduated with an English degree. I'll, I'll, I'll pay Lucas your to do my essays for See, me. That's what an English degree is good for, people. It's a sliding scale. <laughs> you want to be? Uh, oh, it's like depending on how, <laughs> what, what kind of grade you want. That's yep. the sliding. Oh. Scale. That's what I learned to do. So, pay by the hour. <laughs> Cheat. I usually do per per word count. And, well, mm. per page. Words per page. Yeah. Wow. So per page. Yeah. See if I'd known this. No, I'm broke. I, I could never have paid somebody. But that's awesome. Yeah, I actually find that writing essays on things that I don't care about, I do a really good job. Really? 
Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I actually don't mind writing. I mean, I, I, I like writing, so writing essays isn't that bad. And most of my classes are things I'm interested in, so it's fine. That's good. Well, but also, if I'll... When you have I'll, 14 of them. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's a lot. That's a lot. I have no such thing. My child has to write them, but uh, let her do that. But... But I mean, in two months, I'll never have to do it again. You'll so never have to do it again. And you're going to be bonus. like in New York and doing all kinds of great stuff. Mm-hmm. So Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully not broke and jobless. But that maybe. I don't know. That's New York. We'll figure it out. Yeah. So, But we just had something happen this week that is uh, kind of amazing. Mm-hmm. Elections. Yes. How do you feel about those? Um. I have a, I'm a, I have a bunch of mixed feelings about him. I am uh, impressed with the Kentucky turnout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that is pretty big deal. It's pretty big news. Um, Indiana. Eh, I heard that Columbus, um, turned over, and they they have voted Democrats in for the first time in like 20 years. And Carmel or something has their first like council person who's, uh, who's Democrat in the city's history. I think whoa That's really so wild. yeah wow I've uh, seen a lot of things from all over the country really about stuff just like that right and in the LGBT vein yeah uh 80 80 um people won this this time around 80 LGBT uh, candidates mm-hmm. uh won which is amazing it's it builds on last year's uh kind of rainbow wave I guess mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah yeah well yeah I guess more than I'm reading it from an article here. More than 75% of openly LGBT candidates running running in Tuesday's election won. So that's awesome. That's pretty amazing. And also, um, Virginia did really well, too. Mm-hmm. Um, there were nine LGBT candidates in Virginia, and they all won their races. Including Danica Rome? Is that how yeah, you say Yeah, Danica Rome, a transgender candidate who won a stunning upset victory against an incumbent Republican two years ago for a House seat. And she won re-election. So yeah. Wow. That's awesome. And she's going to work in a cha- an anti-LGBT Republican challenger, so right. which was important. <laughs> yeah. Both times, yeah. And uh, the there were there was a lot of use of homophobia and transphobia in this election cycle mm-hmm. yep. against them, and they still overcame it. Which says to me, and this is you know something I like to to uh, pull the dead horse out and flog it a little bit, but uh, but I like that these are our neighbors you know these are the people that are voting Mm -hmm. and they're the ones that are putting lgbt folk into these positions people who are running and not just lgbt folk right uh people of color so many women so many around yeah yeah and so good uh and women of color lgbt uh (laughs) you know candidates who uh we just had one in indiana she's the first uh, to be elected and th- you know how awesome yeah is that the diversity is what's winning right yeah that's what's that's what's taking yeah. the day because we're a diverse nation and we are voting yeah you know and and when people get to uh, vote their conscience it looks like they're starting to do so uh very well yeah. um, it, it, it could be partially all the horrible stuff that's coming down from the federal government. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's causing a backlash. But really, these candidates are solid. You yeah. Know, looking mm-hmm. back on them, they're. They represent the, I mean, the, pub- the American public better. Mm-hmm. You know? It's not just, you know, the one demographic running anymore. We're all running, which is great. Right. And a lot of Gun Sense for America mm-hmm. uh, endorsed candidates one too, which is really important. Um, you know, these are these are folks who who aren't uh, NRA uh, operatives, paid off NRA folk. Uh, we'll see what happens when it comes to the federal elections, but for those are right around the corner. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But these elections are so important. They're so important. Yeah. Wow. It, we are we're filling the the local and the state yeah. uh, offices 
And just like, you know, we, we talk a lot or we hear a lot of talk about um, presidents get to appoint judges, right, who then kind of extend their uh, uh, agendas. And they might rule certain ways for, for decades, right? Mm-hmm. But here we are, and we're appointing people into office, you know, into these offices that actually have daily impact. Yeah. And I and can't stress enough how, like, important the small-scale stuff is. Yeah, like, local because, government is so important. Like, this is this is where you live. Right. Um, so at least you need, we just need that leverage to begin working against the the hierarchy of, of power and it's it's incredible to see the turnover here mm-hmm. local government has the most immediate effect on your actual life you know like your city's government or state's government yeah because then you're being properly represented at least locally and if yeah. you can be represented locally then you have a better chance of being represented regionally mm-hmm. and so on well, and there's more accountability too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's an immediate, uh, <laughs> an immediacy with people that you're going to see at the store, right? And that's uh, what I was going to say. Like, we have our mayor like hangs out at the market and like answers questions for people. Like, you you see these people; they're yeah. part of our community, and you can actually go up and like talk to them and influence their decision and, about decisions about stuff. So. Get on Facebook, or yeah, Twitter and actually set up meetings and talk to them at a local restaurant mm-hmm. um yeah I've, I've met with council members and it's not a big thing it's it's really easy access to people who have decision making uh power getting to inform them and getting informed by them mm-hmm. right so you can hear what they are actually doing what's going through their heads what their plans are uh, from their own mouth and and it's not a uh, you know filtered through a press release or something right so and people in local government are way more willing to do that and like meet with citizens and talk about issues and stuff like that too i feel like yeah yeah so, so more accessible yeah so we didn't have we only had two races that were up this time so we didn't have a whole lot of people that were, were even able to vote i mm-hmm. i there was nobody that was running in my district to yeah. There was a little sign outside the polling place that said, you know, this polling place is not open because there was nobody running there. Mm-hmm. Um, so there were only two races that were decided. There were 1,500 or something like that. I can't remember exactly the count. Um, votes cast in this election in Monroe County. So here it doesn't seem necessarily like a big thing, but um, but it is. Yeah. Uh, well, well, go ahead. 1500 total total what there's like what 40 60,000 right but not all of the districts had stuff going on oh, those right. they were already decided back in the spring in the election in the spring so in the primaries so like uh i'll pull steve Volen out and and uh um because i i know steve and he he's running unopposed so there's you weren't going to vote for him because yeah, mm-hmm. there's nobody there's to nobody, vote for. Right. So in his district, if, if there's nobody there, they're not going to. But, yeah. So that's mm-hmm. uh, important to remember when you hear people talk about, oh, well, there's there's 40-some thousand people in Bloomington and, and across Monroe County. There's a lot more. There's a lot of districts in mm-hmm. Bloomington. Yeah, but right. they're, they're not all up for... Uh, election but they you, will you be in 2020 yeah everybody in 2020 uh is going to have the opportunity and there are Everyone. local elections then too mm-hmm. so i do want to shout out um for indianapolis the three new lgbt city council yes. members yep. um Hooray. so allison brown um or Allie brown Keith Potts and Ethan Evans will now mm-hmm. join Zach Adamson on the ki- on uh, the city's governing board. Uh, Brown and Evans are both openly bisexual and married to spouses of the opposite sex. Evan and Evans and Potts both um, beat Republican incumbents, which is cool. Yeah. So congrats to them if you're listening. Indeed. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when I saw that, that was great. And uh, 
Zach. Come, come be on the show. <laughs> yeah, come be on the show. Come talk to us. We would love to talk to you. 20 I out of 25 council folk are, are Democrats, too. Mm-hmm. So um, even if they aren't LGBT, uh, they're still on the side of not trying to take away our mm-hmm. our lives. And Virgi- I was talking about Virginia earlier, but... Um, it's, it has nothing to do with Indiana, really, but it's they flipped both their House and the Senate yeah. Democrat, yeah. which is so cool for Virginia. That's for, like a yeah. southern state, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Probably the line. Yeah, yeah. on the line-ish. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. American, American geography. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stressed, guys. <okay. laughs> Me too. Constantly I, stressed. I'm a little stressed with it. I mean, there's a lot of good things happening in Indiana, but... You know, I mean, with the Tell City, I'm got a a gay mayor. Mm. Tell City, wow, I don't even know where that is. It's somewhere out southwest, I think. So, or west of here, hell yeah, yeah, (laughs) out in the hills, hill yeah, hill yeah, Yeah. (laughs) thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to keep it clean (laughs) so Um. you don't have to put any beeps, (laughs) (laughs) Melanie. Had this discussion before. <laughs> Shall we go to a break? <laughs> yeah. Let's do a, let's let's do do a, a music, music break. break. We'll be back with dun, more dun, news. Dun. And it's time for a quick community update. On November 7th, that's tomorrow, at 9.30 p.m., that's Friday, we have Chastity Build with Strange Ranger at the Bishop Bar. I think it's like 10 bucks or something. Might be 15. And then on November 8th, also at the Bishop Bar, and that's at 123 South Walnut Street for anyone who does not know. We have a poetry slam, 18 and up, at the Bishop, Saturday at 8.30 p.m. And it looks like there's a $5 cover for that. And that's all that I am going to mention today and I'm going to throw it back over to the show here in one minute and this is the new M83 album we're listening to DSVII Welcome back. back. Welcome back. Welcome back. That's great music. Thanks. Thanks for for picking that. And well, we care. What we what care a lot. We care a lot. Yep. We do. That is not the song. Well, maybe it is. Maybe. <laughs> Might be our new theme song. We were talking about that earlier. I I don't remember how it got in my head, but there was uh the song and when songs get in my head i have to play them and you know i go onto my computer and there's like seventeen thousand songs on there and i'm like i can't find it but i found it and it's faith no more we care a lot and i really like it and it's got a nice sound and i was just wholesome maybe it's it's a wholesome it seems like that's steven universe's dad's band have you guys seen steven universe i know it haven't it's age restricted and i i'm over the age limit (laughs) No. no no it's really good and it's uh i don't know it's one of the first cartoon network shows that's very like uh lgbtq oh yeah, no i've super heard that yeah, yeah. And friendly there's my word I've trans about all non-binary trans. characters and um you know and it's really popular i i yeah i love it, it it's so wholesome is it yeah like really oh yeah it's probably one of my favorite shows of all time I haven't watched it all, though. That sounds good. That's I like adorable. animated shows. It's so good. They're so fun. And it's it's got I lots of songs it. in it. 
Oh, it's just cute. I love the that. new the new shows what I like about the new cartoons and and um you know, She-Ra and a lot of these other ones for the kids who are growing up in in a world where where they're not necessarily facing the shame uh or as much shame as they once did. These are really affirming, you yeah. know, for LGBT yeah. kids. It's in, yeah, it's so good. So yeah. It's so good. I was like, oh gosh, I don't want to watch that. It sounds so, and it was so bad when I was little, and I don't, I don't want a reboot of it. And then I watched it, and you know, I'm like, oh, oh, this is this is what wow, this is politically aware. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're they're covering issues of you know relevance to kids, um, who are growing up. I don't think I've heard of that. Show with difference, before. what? What is it called? Shira. Shira. Yeah, there was a. a Product line and cartoon called He Man. Oh, okay. It's and, it's the oh. yeah. Shira was the high heeled version of that. Hell yeah. And uh, and she really didn't do much of you know. She did some. She had a sword and she like waved it at people and it was. She didn't like have a huge great storyline back then, or at least I didn't feel. But now she's got this really complex, great emotionally you know, investing sort of storyline. You're like, I want to know what happens next. Cool. So that's awesome. So should we talk about some local news? Oh, stuff that we'll give an update on that. Right. So Spencer, Spencer pride, good old Spencer pride. We I'm love sure them. all of you have been uh, following or hearing about at least Spencer prides. Uh, and, and not just Spencer pride, other events that take place, on the courthouse lawn mm-hmm. and within the courthouse, mm-hmm. which are controlled by uh, the county. Owen County. Owen County. Uh, and overseen by three commissioners. Only three? Only three. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yep. And um, they, the commissioners, in response to a group, uh, <laughs> morals of america uh it, that's the name of the group more yeah it's the name of the group i didn't want to say it earlier but I, i'm saying it now it it's kind of this shadowy thing nobody knows who's in charge of it there's some speculation that maybe one of the commissioners themselves might be in charge of this uh but morals of america is uh it, just a facebook group and they uh got a some petition uh open form uh, and they turned it into the commissioners, and it was just all kinds of. If you look it up and you go to the page, you're gonna see a lot of just outright lies about what happened at Pride and what happens at, at Spencer Pride. They talk about how lewd it is mm-hmm. and how dangerous for kids it is and how dangerous for society it is and uh moral turpitude and so anyway this this morals, group morals of america when you read their stuff they, they it, have 200 likes on facebook they I, do i'm just putting that up. and they are uh it's like a neo-puritanical evangelical sort of thing they're talking about um a lot of issues that if you've ever been to spencer pride you know that that's not what's going on. Yeah. But these are talking points that are brought up by people who've never been to a Pride event, but just really hate queer people. Yeah. And that's um, what they came to the council with. And the council was like, well, we we should rewrite some of these uh, guidelines and and look over the whole process so uh, of getting permits to, to have events. With basically the express purpose of shutting down Spencer Pride. And so... Because they think it's lewd. They think it's just uh, the worst thing you can do to a society and you shouldn't be promoting that sort of uh, horrible stuff in their little town of Spencer, in their little corner of Indiana, because that doesn't happen in Indiana and queer people aren't aren't there. Um well, from the attendance at last year of this year's Spencer Pride, I would, I Which would argue that that is not true. <laughs> exactly, it was double 
the the town's population. Yeah. Which brings so much business. And I and I hate to reduce it because this seems to be what we do in capitalist society is we reduce everything to an economic uh, reason for existence, right? Mm-hmm. Like, well, it brings in money. Yeah, but that's a good. It's also a good point. It I is mean, a great point. Yeah, it's a fantastic point because this is going to affect other uh, other festivals that take place there, uh, including you know uh, veterans. Uh, stuff. There's the the mushroom festival or whatever. I don't. Yeah, I don't really make don't it know. out there that much. <laughs> but um, hearing other people talk about all of these beloved events that they have on uh, not just the courthouse, but on other properties, mm-hmm. because these rules are going to apply to every place. Right. And uh, and there's a lot more out there. And so they jacked up fees. They are going to start imposing fees that they never imposed before. This is the proposed. What's in the ordinance proposed? Both what was originally in the ordinance and additional uh, uh, material for the ordinance, uh, specifically talking about um, suggestive or inappropriate clothing. Which who decides what's inappropriate? Right. And inappropriate behavior and sexual behavior anything that promotes sexuality which i mean like um a pri- wearing a pride flag wearing a pride flag or just handing out condoms right right that promotes sexuality well uh so does sunday church when they say be fruitful and multiply right mm-hmm. um what at what point do you say maybe a wedding promotes <laughs> you're gonna what are you gonna do tonight you're going to be having lots of the sex. <laughs> so to say that something is promoting se- uh, you know, mm-hmm. sex is ridiculous. Right. And what the heck is such a bad thing about that? <laughs> right. Right. It's what human society and species is founded on. Yeah. So my question is, why is all of this? Why? Why is all this backlash happening now? Like, this has yeah. been going... Like, Spencer Pride has been a thing for, like, 13 years now. And mm-hmm. it has been having that festival on the square. And it's just happening now. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just because it was well, I mean, super big this year. I mean, they've always had detractors. And, right. Maybe it's because it's super big. There have always been people who wanted to to keep it from happening. Um, they just maybe feel that they've got the power now. And that they can... They can make it work. But so many people in the community have come out and and spoken against it Mm -hmm. and said, this is not uh, this is not what we want. And so at the last meeting that they had on Monday, which got changed from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Last minute. Last minute, which helped some people attend. Mm -hmm. um, And they said they were going to vote on it then. And they said that, you know, we're going to have public uh, uh, discussion they kept everybody down to two minutes. Um, the folks at Spencer Pride and, and others had uh, videotaped, or I, there's no such thing as videotape, <laughs> had uh, uh, caught video of it and put some of it online. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were so many people who came out and said, look, my I have a small business. All of these are really huge you know, uh, boosts to my business. Mm-hmm. If you take this away, some of the best sales I have all year long are at these times, and I won't have them. And what's that going to do? Maybe I won't be able to survive. Right. You know, and so many town squares are collapsing, and so did Spencer's, and they've seen a real revitalization. If you take these things away, it kills the town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for what? It's not the townspeople who are saying, you know, we want to change this. It's it's just a small group of people. And and not all 200 of them filled out the little form either. So many more people say keep it, keep these these festivals, including Spencer Pride. And they say they're, you know, coming up with their testimony about We've never seen anything inappropriate at these places. We decided to move here because 
we liked we saw it and we liked the family atmosphere right you know at, at spencer pride we saw the family atmosphere so again it's a small group of people creating a lot of trouble um i do have a recording that was made just the audio uh of one person who was actually approval approving of the new ordinance and uh, and what he had to say and this is this is something that's telling on so many levels yeah about what's going on in our country mm-hmm. and uh, and what we're having to work against just to keep our basic rights mm-hmm. so roll the tape and what I'm here today is not so much about a public thing, but more of the commissioners for myself. And that is, as far as the ordinance goes, I like it. I think it's pretty good. I think one of the things that people may never talk about it, but those that are leaders in government, most of them elected officials and voted in, they're there for running the county and all the other things that go with it. But they're also there to protect the people from bad businesses, they're here to protect the people from you know, bad things that happen, you know, that are really aren't good for the public residents. So I think that this ordinance is really good if you do it. And that's why I'm not here. If you look at section 6 and item 12, it says that one of the things under permanent uh, requirements was the fact that they don't have any display of sexually explicit materials or sexuality. In other words, no flaunting of the person's personal sexual behavior or wants or desires or confusion or whatever. When it comes to me, and I don't know about any other, other, other person other than myself, if you look up on section 6 again under C, it says down here that the, you don't want to have any engagement in any kind of behavior that demonstrates discrimination or harassment. Well, let me tell you guys, okay? As a white Caucasian, as a Christian, and as a uh, heterosexual male, right? I feel like I'm being discriminated against and I'm being harassed if you allow other groups and other people to flaunt their sexuality out there in public, right? And in front of my face. But I don't do it to them, I don't want them doing it to me. So, so that's all I've got to say and I thank you. Yeah, that's a lot. That, <laughs> that recording. That is a lot. I, um, I just want to, to go around and keep playing that for people to listen to. <laughs> right. Th- this is what <laughs> we're up against. Um, and that mindset, like you said, of like, I'm being discriminated against right. because I'm a straight white male. Really? Do you, under- so do you understand gross. anything about anything? I'm just, it just makes me so mad. Like... I that just, is not it the logic just makes no sense it makes absolutely like, no sense it really doesn't it's like oh this group of people is infringing on my space therefore i'm being discriminated against right my values are being like, threatened well our lives are being threatened so well right. even then like if your values are being threatened that's still not like discrimination right discrimination is more concrete uh-huh it's it's actions that happen to you it's exactly because of it's, who you are it's not someone just threatening your personal philosophy of life i mean it is it can be certainly and, but there's but real people are different people why different. is that so hard to understand like, like why is that well, discrimination so for you the idea is and and the lie that that they're you know working laboring under mm-hmm. uh is that this is a lifestyle choice. That's the thing that was pounded into their heads right. since they were little as this is a choice. This is a disease. This is, I mean, depending on how far back you go. Mm-hmm. If somebody was raised before 71, it was literally a disease. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was illegal to be queer. You know, and Queers are criminals. Yes. Queers yeah. are predators. And they're still, they still believe this. Right. So even though... Some people have come to the point of being able to at least tolerate our existence. That doesn't matter. We are still horrible to them. But how does that make you discriminated against as a white male? Because who runs this country? You know, that's that's 
what we're trying to deal with now with our Pretty current much. president. And I mean, people the, are out there literally admitting to that. Shit. Like, yeah, you're gonna have to beep that yeah, out too. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, don't be. This is this is adult. We're talking to adults, mm-hmm. and uh, and we <laughs> we have our passions. So just beep it out and keep it rolling. <laughs> and because seriously, what uh, HHS did at the end of last week, at the beginning of this week, uh, with just basically canceling all uh, protections for the rights of uh, LGBT folk, right? For any of uh, the services and, and places that HHS gives money to, uh, there there are no protections anymore for us in healthcare, in adoption, in I mean, health and human services covers a lot of ground. That sounds like discrimination. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's based on the uh, the freedom of of religion and the the freedom of religious practice so now uh, they couldn't uh, say you, you religions are just groups of people <laughs> so the way that it's worded is um they still can't discriminate against any group who is covered under federal law and since LGBT people mm-hmm. are not specifically covered under federal Since law. Since we right. haven't uh, specified gender in our... Since the right. Senate won't pass the Equality the, Act. Yeah. So even though they may want to, say, discriminate against Hispanic or black people, uh, they can't because Legally. it's part of federal law. Right. Mm-hmm. But it is not. But it's still part of their belief system because this is what they used to say back you know, in the, the 50s and the 60s when people were fighting for their rights then and uh you know hey it's god's will this is the way that mm-hmm. he set it down right uh you know talk to him we're just following his word yeah and now they they're like okay well we can't we legally can't do it to uh minorities we can do it to uh ethnic minorities or uh, racial minorities but we can do it to lgbt folk yeah, legally. Legally. And because that's what the legal doctrines, like, they are exploiting that. Yeah. Basically. They're not right. in the... So, my question is, really, how much is it about belief? And how much is it about, you know, adherence to law? How much is it about what is the motivating factor? Truly, if God's word doesn't... Uh, I hate to use the even word anymore. More, Trump... <laughs> doesn't supersede uh federal law right so if we were put into federal law as being a protected group then all of a sudden they couldn't uh discriminate against us because it's in federal law right when it's still part of their religious uh uh dictate is to discriminate against us or to to not have to deal with us Mm -hmm. um it's not about religion. It's just about personal hate. Right. And just some information on like exactly what this means for um, eliminating the non-discrimination provisions for LGBTQ people. Um, the Department of Health and Human, Ser- Human Services would have to eliminate um, those provisions in all of its grant programs. Um, and that includes those for HIV and STI prevention mm-hmm. public health health research health professional training and education youth programming mm-hmm. anti-trafficking programs elder services homeless services and others that's gonna have direct effects on i mean you can't ha- have dire- just direct effects on the lgbtq community it affects everyone it does and that's a huge thing to to roll back you know provisions for you know hiv and sti prevention and like all of this stuff like how is that not how do you not see that that is a bad thing like they they it it, this is it it's not that they don't want to not hurt us this is about when you need protection from something think about the things you need protections from right Mm -hmm. we need protections 
from people who are trying to be either uh, predatory or uh, um, exclusatory, right? Exclusatory? Exclusionary. Jeez. Cut that out in post-production. Joking. Don't worry about it. But, you know... Well, you're saying that there really is no other way to look at this problem because it's literally... it's right in front of you like they're uh, trying to protect themselves in any way that they can from what they believe is a moral problem like the morals of america group yeah Yeah. like they think it's they really think that and maybe they just hate us but they really think that there's something wrong with it and they might not hate us love the sinner hate the sin right that's another thing that i've been hearing my whole life but you and also, it, it might also just be some people just don't want to do the work to actually understand us right. either. So they don't want to have to change the way that they speak to others or the way that they think about other people who are different than them. Well, and they don't, they're, you know, using this argument like, well, I can't say anything anymore. Like, I don't want to have to be monitored. Like, that's right. part of this. You know, I can't be hateful. I can't be discriminatory. Right. I can't be abusive right i can't be disrespectful the the whole idea and for anybody out there who's listening who who isn't a part of the lgbt community and and isn't really sympathetic to us which i don't know maybe none maybe a handful um (laughs) this you know set up a time come talk to us yeah Listen to who we are. Listen to, like, our stories. And and understand it from a different point of view. If you don't know anything about us but what you hear, and you, you feel that you can base an opinion on... An opinion that affects our lives, our families' lives. And, and that includes you, because guess what? You've got family who are LGBT. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, you... You don't have the right to talk to any of us about it. That's not that's not fair. But, you know, I'll tell you what, I'll talk to you. And uh and and we can I can't give everybody's opinion. I'm just one person. But um I can't tell you everybody's life story because I'm just one person. Yeah. But I, I will parlay. But this is scary. And yeah, this is I don't get this it. is hurting us. I don't yeah. get it. Like I really just It's really, do not really get dangerous. It. It's just uh I don't know. Jump it's, firing a problem. It's that programming, right? It's, yeah. It's people being told that we are a danger. We are the predators. We are the people who are are uh, destroying America, destroying children, destroying the world. You know, we're the cause of. There are people, Pat Robertson. You know, we're creating hurricanes. We are, we're bringing floods. We are literally the devil and which doesn't make any sense. Yeah. We're the ones creating hurricanes. It's definitely not climate change or it's anything like that. It's definitely not climate change. Oh, don't talk about that. That's just a conspiracy. <laughs> but, but seriously, I mean, this is the level that they think that we're at. <laughs> I, yeah. And I understand people having beliefs, but I don't understand fascism. Like, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Like, well, why is religion and fascism working together here? They're both authoritarian systems. Yeah. Um, in the way that they've been presented over the past, you know, few thousand years. Uh, you know, there are dictates and there are things that... Um, yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's so... I'm just getting frustrated by this conversation because it's like beating a dead horse. You know? We've been fighting this forever. And... Mm-hmm we were starting to make gains and and was the world ending well yeah already yeah, but, but it wasn't our fault it's not really our fault <laughs> but we we were making gains and we were being able to lead lives that were a little more comfortable a little less uh fraught and and this is going to throw all of us back you know if you're living in rural indiana i i have people on my feed who are freaking out who don't know what they're going to do because they live in small town areas 
their healthcare is uh, sketchy at best, mm-hmm. and they only have a doctor or two to choose from. It's not like they're living in a big city, and uh, and if their doctors, um, and or their insurance companies, or the hospital, or the clinic, or whoever just says, "Well, we don't want to deal with you," that's perfectly legal now. Yeah. And we are where we're at. We were at ten years ago, right? We we're we're not in we're not in a place that we haven't seen. For those of us who are a bit older, um, for those of us who are younger, they've never seen this. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys have not lived in a world where mm-hmm. where you had to worry about if I go to the doctor. Am I even going to be treated? Yeah. yeah. And uh, and that is... <laughs> it, it's kind of nice being um, in a position where, yeah, I've, I've been here. I've yeah. been there. I've, I've not had uh, options. And that was the norm. And that was in Indianapolis. You know, there are two doctors that will work with you. There's one therapist in Carmel who will see you. Um, and and I don't think we're going to get back that far. I think we have more healthcare professionals who are uh, a lot more, tr- uh, a lot better trained, a lot more uh, uh, used to us. Mm-hmm. And so, therefore, I think it, it's not going to be a precipitous drop, but it is for many people. It is for so many people, and then for all of these programs that. You know, how are they going to be kept up? How How is that going to change them? Um, adoptions. And, right. and it really, that just, that was already s- such a, a hot subject. Mm-hmm. Um, this is why we need an equal rights amendment. This is Absolutely. why we need an equal rights amendment. And we need we need it now. We like, need well. <laughs> we need it freaking yesterday. We needed it yesterday. You know, we needed it in the sixties. Yeah. Now has been working on that. <laughs> uh, National Organization for Women has always been striving to get that. That's mm-hmm. that's their focus. And well, we need to all come together and support each other. Yeah. And you know, regardless of faction. We need to stand up and say, hey, look, we're humans. We're people. We are together. This is a society. And societies are here not for the glorification of anyone, not for the the monetary exploitation of anyone. It's because we're a social species and we are here to live and work together. And mm-hmm. we have to figure out how to do that. Yeah. And uh, and. The first step is we all need to be equal in treatment and rights. Well, I will say this. It's really refreshing to see all the changes with this election. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really inspiring to see because it takes a lot of work to, to be a candidate. Yeah, it does. So I'm really just impressed by people who really took the, the ball and, yeah. and ran with it. Even more than I'm impressed with people that just like, went out to vote and it's i mean voting is the most essential important thing you can do right but like wow there are people out there who are really trying to get into office putting their lives on hold to 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 really get in there and make a difference from the inside you know? serving the public so i think serving we should public, be really yeah. grateful for that we should be really grateful yeah. i'm yeah. really relieved with the the election turnout honestly like it could have been much worse right and that's what gives me hope you know we, we came close and was it 82 to getting the era Equal Rights Amendment passed, and and um, and you can Google it up and, and find out what happened there. Um, kind of the same old operators that we're dealing with now. Look it up, kids. Look it up, kids. I don't know about it, so I'm going to look it up after, uh, for sure. But this is telling me that <laughs> this is going to get pushed by the people. We're going to get pushed forward by people like you, by the public, by everybody out there, and not by politicians. Don't just let them decide anything. And you know what? Run for office yourself. You know, Research it. Mm-hmm. See if you've got what it takes. And what it takes is, you know, uh, 
some stamina, fortitude, uh, some some hopefully morality, <laughs> uh, and um, and not the ki- canned kind, but the kind that that really cares for people and uh, morals of America. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a joke group too, but I'm not gonna say that. Yeah, a spoof. Uh, but I'll tell you off the air. It this is this is the fight of this generation. It really is. You and know? I think we I don't know, I'm really I feel like this conversation has really come to a circle because um it's really up to people who wanna run and yeah. who are willing to take back our, our government. Mm-hmm. Um at least that if we can get the Title Seven, right? If we can get that we we'll be protected and we just we gotta I, but not really well i mean <laughs> legally we'll be legally protected right no 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 it, it that is a interpretation right it's not an actual inclusion we won't be included uh in verbiage it it's just an interpretation of an existing law oh. what we need is equality for everybody right regardless and all of these stopgap measures, all of these things that are are telling people to stop discriminating, telling people to to stop attacking us, telling people to stop being horrible people. It's like on campus, right? We there there are, are tons of how not to get raped. Right. Uh, you know, there's literature and there are classes and there's this, that, and the other. But where is the real problem? We're not stopping. We're not telling the, pe- the people who are doing the raping to stop. We're saying, here's how, how, don't, not, here's to. how not to, because it's assuming here's that how there to will... support a friend after they get raped. Yes, <laughs> we need to not produce rapists. Yeah, we need to not produce people who feel that we aren't human, and and we need to put a stop to those practices that say that it's okay to mistreat us or to, you know, in the case of uh, some of these identitarian folks who call us degenerates and believe that the only good one of us is a dead one. And that's what uh, they say. You can Google that stuff too. Mm. Um, We just need to push that away. Yeah. Because people like that are always going to be out there. They're going to be out there. But we need to get them out of the government. We need to get them out of the government, and we need to get that message out that that's not what we are as a people. That's not healthy for society. Yeah. Um, And as long as as we're here debating whether or not they have freedom of speech as opposed to, dear God, what's that speech saying? And and uh, why do they have a militia? Um, we're going to be doing it in another sixty years. We're going to be fighting the same fight. Yep. I mean, in a lot of ways, it's still just this, this is the same fight. Mm-hmm. You know, and people of color haven't gained all right. of their rights. No. They haven't. Ga- I mean, they're still being disenfranchised in uh, uh, Georgia. Mm-hmm. And Florida, especially, and all across America, but yeah. those are the glaring instances, you know. And in Indiana, in Ohio, when they have these uh, purges of the voter rolls, and you're not notified, you're just purged. Um, and it happens in certain areas that that uh, have. You know, high concentration of minorities. So, hmm. this is this is all something that has to be tackled, not just the LGBT folk. I know we kind of got off track there. Yeah, we're about out of time too. Yeah. Um, but that was a great conversation and important stuff. It's to one talk we about. need yep. to to keep having. But I feel we, like yeah, it's one we keep having. It's as one of, we keep as of having. Late. Yeah. So because it's very. It, it so and this is what's bothering me i would love to have let's get musicians in here let's get people from the community in here i yeah, want to talk fun. to folks mm-hmm. and uh 
and things are still coming down from it, every week. There's, there's something new that has to be addressed. And there's something new that we have to fight. Yeah. And uh, it's exhausting. So if you want to be on the show, so email us at bloomingout at wfhb.org. All right. Well, we are out of time. And I'd like to thank uh, all of you and the interns and the volunteers at WFHB that make this show possible. Blooming Out is produced by Melanie Davis and Ireland Meacham. Blooming Out is a production of WFHB Community Radio. Lucas Fisher is our engineer. For Blooming Out and WFHB, I'm Ireland Meacham. And I'm Lucas Fisher. I'm Melanie Davis, and remember, if everything was straight, roller coasters would be one long, boring ride. Good night from your Blooming Out family.